It's always good to hear from those that are in various places and ministering and uh, serving the Lord around the world. It's always good to hear. It's very important that we hear. It's important that we be reminded that that this whole thing that uh, God has given to us is not just... uh, some nice little religious event or some nice little community that's just localized for our religious benefit, we have to remember that this is a global issue. And um, I know some of you are looking at the program and you're noticing on the back in your notes that it has John 21, 1 to 23, and you're thinking, Bob, how are you going to do that? It's almost time to quit. Well, it's a good thing that what the Lord has laid on my heart is rather, rather simple, rather simple. We all know the passage of scripture from Matthew 28 where Jesus says, all authority is given to me in heaven and earth. And he says, go, go, make disciples, preach. But I want to take that to um, hopefully a little bit more clarity and, and make it a little more personal as it relates to all of our lives, really, and the freedom that we have in Christ. And the basic thing that I want to say in just a few minutes that we have to share together, you and I are now free to follow. We are free to follow. We're not, to, we're not just free to follow whatever we want to follow. We are free to follow Christ. We could not follow Christ without knowing Christ. And when Christ sets you free, you now are free to follow. Before that, you couldn't. I mean, there's countless passages of Scripture where Paul describes the fact that without Jesus Christ... You do not have the power or the ability or even the incentive or desire to please God or follow Him or do His bidding. The Bible says that you and I, prior to Christ, were dead. We didn't have any any desire whatsoever for God. We didn't even seek Him. Being religious is a different story. We're talking about a relationship with God. And when Jesus Christ sets you free... You are free indeed. You are now free to follow. You have been given a brand new identity in Christ and now you are free. You have passions. You have have things that God has placed within you. His own character and the Holy Spirit and you now can really follow. You can really go where no man has ever gone before. When Jesus first uh, talks to Peter and so on, He says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18, Walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, and it was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Now, what I want to do in the brief moments that we have is to illustrate the freedom that we have and the choice that must be made. 
freedom that we have and the choice that must be made. When you look at the very first part of John chapter 21, this is after the resurrection. This is after the crucifixion. This is after all the things that have transpired. And Jesus has already spoken to them and met with them on a number of occasions. And, and now we find in, Ch- in John chapter 21, we find that after these things, Jesus again manifested himself to the disciples in the Sea of Tiberias, and he manifested himself in this way. There were together Simon, Peter, and Thomas, and called Didymus, and Nathaniel, king of Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples. And Simon Peter, in verse 3, said to them, I am going fishing. Most of us read that with me. It was no big deal. He just wanted to go hang out and go fishing as a fisherman. No, that's not what Peter was doing. Peter was saying, I'm going back. I'm going back to the identity that I had before Jesus. I'm going fishing. And by the way, it says here, the disciples who were with him, they said, we also will come with you. Be careful of your influence. So they get in a boat and they start fishing. They fish all night. And you know the story. They don't catch a thing. Nothing. All night. All night. Nothing. And then there's this person on the, on the, uh, on the shore who basically says, you guys caught anything yet? And they're like, no, we've been here all night, nothing. And this guy on the shore says, cast your net on the other side. And they're, they're no doubt thinking, who are you? I mean, we know how to fish. We've been doing this a long time. We're experts at this thing, and you're telling us the other side. Anyway, you read the passage in John 21. They decide to go ahead and throw it on the other side. And lo and behold, their nets are overfilled with incredible masses of fish. And then you find the response. Jesus uh, is made very, very clear to John, who tells Peter in verse 7, it's the Lord. And Peter, who has been dressed to fish, which is basically in that situation, having hardly anything on, you would think the opposite would happen. Like in all co- our culture, you take everything off to jump in the water. No, he puts everything on. And jumps in the water to go swimming ashore to meet with Jesus. And the other disciples come along dragging the net with all the fish with them. And when they get there, Jesus already has a fire and he's got the fish. He says, hey, let's have some breakfast. The reason I go through all of that is simply to say this. Peter made the decision at this juncture. He said, I am going back. I'm going to go fishing. I am going to return to my life. Jesus told him at the very onset, Peter, you follow me, I'll make you a fisher of men. And so then you have this interaction between Peter and Jesus, and Jesus asks him three different times, Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And of course, Peter responds, and he's all upset about this interaction. But it comes to the crux of this, because at the end of the chapter, when Jesus and Peter are interacting together, Jesus talks to him about the kind of death he's going to die. And and Jesus says, "It, it doesn't matter. It's not up to you. The question is, Peter, whether you're going to die this way or that way, will you follow me? 
Will you follow me, Peter? And he's looking around. He sees John. He says, hey, Jesus, what about John? And, and Jesus, in his gracious way, says to Peter, Peter, John's none of your business. I'll do with John whatever I want to do with John. Will you follow me? Will you follow me? His specific responsibility was clear. Jesus told him three different times, feed my sheep, take care of my lambs. You are responsible. Follow me. He was equipped to follow. He was gifted to follow. He was given by God everything he needed to follow. He had what it took to follow. He didn't have to go to school. He didn't have to do anything. He had the Holy Spirit. God gives us all we need to follow. Surely he emboldens us and he teaches us and trains us along the way. But God gives us everything that we need. God turns rookies into into veterans in the course of an hour by his incredible, miraculous work. So here's my point. Before Peter had no choice, but before John 21, Peter had a choice. He could go back to his own ways. He could go fishing. There's nothing wrong with fishing. That wasn't the issue. The issue is, Peter, that's not what I have for you. Will you follow me? Will you follow me? Walt and Lydia said, yes, we'll follow. We'll follow. We'll go to Afghanistan. By the way, the, the most dangerous place in the world is the safest place in the will of God. And the safest place is the most dangerous place outside the will of God. They said, yes, we'll follow. And we think, boy, man, that's awesome. They're following. They're going over there. Look at that place. Who would want to go there? They do. (laughs) And why do they want to go there? Because, Because God said, follow me. Follow me. And so as we close... This is my question. You are now in Christ free to follow. Will you follow? Some of you are saying, well, if it's Afghanistan, I don't know. Let me really make it simple. What about next door? What about the restaurant? What about at work? While you're fishing while you're mechanicking, while you're doing whatever you're doing, while you're beautifying, while you're... Whatever you're doing, will you follow? You are now free to follow. And the people that come your way and the people that God brings across your path, He brings across your path because He's equipped you to follow Him, to minister to them, to give them life, to give them hope, to give them purpose. We are free to follow. So this morning as we close our time together, I'm going to ask you to just stand and we're going to have a, a prayer and, and that'll be it. We're just going to close that way this morning. We're going to pray and, and um, if you have a need, we'll be here for you afterward. But there'll be no music. It's just something that I just really feel we need to, 
I really need to leave with this final thought. We're free to follow. Will we? We've got everything we need. No shortage. All the resources you need have been given to you and me by God. Father, we thank you today. What an, what an amazing and wonderful God you are. We thank you about the things that you've said and shared. We thank you, Father, for blessing us. And I just pray, Lord God, that you would, that you would cause us today to walk in the freedom that we have to follow. Bless each one, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen.